You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Lucian Nodder and Brad Stone. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Brad Stone and myself, Lucian Nodder. Brad, how's it going? I'm doing great, Lucian. Happy Wednesday. Happy, uh, I call this the Fantasy Sabbath Day, where, uh, where we're all resting. Waivers are done. There's a couple trades that went on that we'll get to. But uh, then tomorrow, tomorrow we start back up. Yes, we do. Do you know what I call today? What's that? Pump Day. Oh, 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 I see what you did there. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so, are you anything got you excited about football or life in general? Well, you know, I'm obviously excited for my Minnesota Vikings taking on the uh, evil Los Angeles Rams. Um, mm. I've, that's kind of one of the games I've had circled, and I, I know a couple members of this league are heading up there, so I hope they all have fun, but that the Rams lose by 40. So, what happened last week with the Vikings, man? Oh my god. So I'm I'm driving home uh from breakfast and it's about ten fifteen by the time I get home, turn on the game and I turn it on and it's seventeen zero. And I'm like it's been fifteen minutes. How is this possible? Yeah. And I think that's just one of those games where maybe they were looking ahead to the Rams or maybe they were overlooking the Bills and they they, they forgot they had a, a game that day. Well, I heard that um, this game was the first game that Sean McDermott took over play calling duties. So maybe we're seeing a new uh, Buffalo Bills right now. I, I think it's like we keep talking about on this podcast that the overreactions, they, they happen. And it's so week to week. And I think you said that there's seasons within the season and, and things can just flip just like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what I'm excited for? What's that, Lucian? It's Rosen time. Oh, oh yes. Oh, oh. I'm putting in Josh Rosen as a starting quarterback, and I cannot be happier. As you can tell, I mean, I've already picked up two uh, Cardinals players already. <laughs> so, hey, uh, they, they, have, they, yeah, they have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's safe to say I have high hopes for him. So I'm really hoping he succeeds and that the players that I picked up will, you know, produce to their talent level. I mean, he's the chosen Rosen for a reason, right? <laughs> yes, he is. The Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> the Hebrew Hammer. I haven't heard that one. I, I like that more. <laughs> he uh, he calls himself that. I, I also call him Jacuzzi Josh um, <laughs> from when he had the hot tub in his dorm room. So, you know, he's, yeah. he's a, man, a man with many names. <laughs> I don't know why people put that down as a knock against him in the draft. Like, that should be a, a point in favor of him. No, did you see the chick he had in there with him? I mean, she was fine. I mean, good for you, Josh. <laughs> I think I saw a tweet from her later on being like, he never called me back. Um, <laughs> so that's unfortunate. But Oh, well, yeah, he did post one more picture where he was alone eating a taco. So that kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, enough with the love life of Josh Rosen. You want to get into the game of the week or the uh, week three recap, I should say? Let's do it. All right, and uh, that brings us into the game of the week last week, which was uh, Scotty will never win the trophy versus Fuck You Wes. Uh, two bitter rivals in this league, and uh, Wes ended up predicting and fulfilling the prophecy that he beats 
Eric every single year. He beat him 145.05 to 137.6. So very uh, respectable scores between them. Um, but this time West came out on top. What do you think? What do you think about this match? I I think it's just as true that West just owns Eric. You know, I, I think I was calling Eric out on the podcast quite a bit last week, and uh, I think I was proven right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, um, you know, all the stats were in favor of Eric, but Wes came on here, and he's like, you know what? It's all about history, and I have him, you know, I have him beat all the time. I own him. So Wes ended up being right, and this was the only um, prediction that I made differently from you and Wes, so I ended up getting this one wrong. Uh, and you and, and you and West got him right. So you both were in the know on that one. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on to the Rosen one uh, defeats West's stepfather, 99.5 to 85.05. Um, <clears throat> Hogan wants to make excuses that his best player was out, but, I mean, we all know how he drafted, and we know about his team. I'm not sure he would have won even if Cook wasn't there. But uh, uh, what do you think? Uh, that was a uh, classic low-scoring, you know, slug it out sort of affair. That you'll look, <laughs> you'll look back probably in a couple of weeks and really, really be you know pumped up about that win. Uh, Hogan, like I said, probably the favorite for the for the poll. You know, I think he just you know almost had it last year. He probably deserved it last year. But uh, Hogan, if that's your goal, if that's your aim, then you're doing great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually bet my, I predicted against myself in this game um, because the first uh, first week I picked myself and I ended up losing. So I thought if I bet against myself, maybe that would give me some good karma. And it looks like it worked this week. So I'm going to try that out <laughs> moving forward. Hey, whatever it takes. So you got to quit early and often in fantasy. <laughs> right you are. All right, moving on. Summer Breeze, 3-0, and defeats. I've doiled myself two and one, 115 to 95.6. Now, what do we make of this? We go. Thomas goes from draft pitch to first place. How did this happen? I I think no one worked harder in the off season. I think he really dedicated himself to the craft. He really took that toilet bowl to to heart. Um, mm -hmm. And you know that's why we have that punishment. We we want you to. Not, if, if you win that, you need to motivate. You need to work harder. And uh, congrats to Thomas so far, 3-0. Yeah, how much work do you think he missed focusing on fantasy football all summer? You know, from what I could tell, he was probably calling out four days a week. So he, I think mm -hmm. he was working about 16 hours a week. Uh, but but the, in true work, you know, he had the entire rest of the week to work on what's more important, and that's our fantasy league, yeah. of course. Uh, he could be working for money, or he could be trying to win some Litecoin. Now, what's I, going to be more valuable in a few years? <laughs> well, I think I think what Thomas was doing was getting blackout drunk every single night of the week, so that he could be as incapacitated as possible and still successfully complete the draft. So, props to you, Thomas. Yeah, he's that's uh, very impressive. <clears throat> Can we also just talk about real fast? I've doiled myself and stealing myself. We have two teams in this league who have myself in the title. Now, Petey named his second. Do you think Petey kind of stole it from uh, Miner? I don't know. It's all about innovation, and uh, I love stealing myself. I think that's a great name. I think that's a bit more creative than I've doiled myself. So uh, I, I think Petey gets the myself crown. Okay. All right. Sometimes coming in second is better, I guess. 
Uh, moving on, West Pete is dead, 3-0, and defeat Dirty Birdies, 0-3, 11.59 to 101.78. Is Aldo as bad as we thought? I mean, we give him a bad draft grade. We talk about him every week. Is it is it worse than we think, or are we being too harsh on him? Lucian, I, I really think uh, he's he's struggling out there, and we, we were right on this one. Um I, I think he's as bad as we thought. Uh, if, if Hogan is 1A on the toilet bowl list, I got Aldo at 1B. We'll get to the 1C uh, probably later, but uh, it's it's tough out there for Aldo. And, and you know, he he is fighting. I'll hand him that. He made a trade with me today. But mm-hmm. we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, I it's tough out there. It'll, it keeps getting worse for him. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. I uh, completely uh, blinked on that. So, can we talk about why Scott only comes on the group me when he wins? Is he just he, he just wants to come on and glow? He doesn't want to participate in anything else. Do you think that's that, fair? I think that's fair, and I think he likes it. He's embracing it. He feels like the villain out there, and uh, every league needs a villain, and he's playing his part yeah. well. But he can't want to be the villain. He can't try to be the villain. You have to be the villain. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It's it's a pretty villain move to talk to no one until you kick everybody's asses. I mean, he he's playing well. He's three and zero. It's it's he's doing something right, and I, I got to give credit where credit's due. Okay, fair enough. Moving on, uh, the Meh game of the week, which was uh, Kazanski two and one defeating Rolls Royce one and two, one hundred and twenty six to ninety. Um, we didn't really touch on this game much because Wes wasn't interested. Uh, but you know, is Xander quietly heating up here? He's not. Do, he's not making a big splash, but he has a winning record and uh, his team's looking pretty strong. What do you think? Oh, sorry, I just woke up. I saw the game we were talking about, and yeah, uh, yeah I mean, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, uh, Xander, you're gonna have to wait a few weeks before we say you're hot. So. You know, keep stoking that fire. Uh, moving on to our last matchup. Juju Coin LLC 2-1 and one, defeats the Druby Brothers 0-3. 145.65 to 83.45. Uh, before we touch on, on Paul, this is another case where instead of going from worst to first, you're going from first to worst. Robbie is in the exact opposite trajectory of Thomas. Do you think this is just the universe trying to realign things, or is there some is there is this pure chaos? So there's no method to this madness. Well, I got to say, Paul, congrats for putting the smackdown on Robbie. That was the smackdown of the week. Uh, that was brought to you by Coles, uh, Coles Furniture. Go out there and get some uh, new furniture, guys. They got great couches to watch fantasy from. Highly recommend it. Hogan, put in promo code Hogan, and uh, you'll get some great cold stone furniture. Anyway, uh, Lucian, <laughs> I would say, I would say Robbie going from champ, champ to last place. We got Thomas going from last to first place. I, I just think this the universe is, is is a yin and yang universe. You know, I'm not a Buddhist, but if I were, <laughs> I, I think that would explain a lot. Uh, just the way yeah. it works out in fantasy. Maybe, maybe yeah. Robbie, maybe Robbie got a little complacent. He was on top. He was on the throne, but not looking good now. I think the most likely scenario is that they both come back together and they both meet in the middle at the end of the year. 
that could easily happen. We could be looking at a uh, seven and six and a six and seven. Yeah. Well, um, I have to hand it to Paul. He scored the highest points this week. That's the second week in a row. Um, but is Paul's wins, are they sustainable, or are these just two good back-to-back weeks? Ah, it's tough. I would say it seems like he's playing well. He's got some cohesion. The team's, you know, must must be listening to the to their manager. But I think he's got to come back a little. I think I think he he he's surging now, but he's going to come back to her. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Uh, I think his team sucks, so <laughs> I'm sure he will. Yeah, you hear that, Paul? You hear that? Hey, we don't say it anymore. We don't say it anymore after last week, but you know, you know what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. So uh, we made predictions on those games, and you and Wes ended up having the most right. You both had five to my four. Uh, so on the season, that makes us tie. We both have nine correct predictions. Um, I mean, so we're fairly good. We're fairly accurate. Um, out of fourteen, we've lost. Five, the nine and five record. It's not bad. We have a above five hundred average. Well, I would say, uh, you know, we're clearly both picking the you know semi same clip here. Um, why don't we make a little wager on this? A uh, wager. See okay. who can uh, have the best record and most wins by the end of the season. Okay. Um, what's what's on the line? I think we go and get one of those huge uh, French baguettes. You know, that's like <laughs> eight feet long. Okay. And feet? Okay. I don't know where and, you get those. Yeah, well but but the uh the winner gets to execute the other one with a baguette. As in they <laughs> they get to hit them over the back with the baguette. <laughs> uh I like that. We should definitely do that. Wonderful. It's a bet then. It is a bet. Uh I'm definitely looking forward to that. So uh I'm gonna start picking my things a lot better, I guess. Um, And for anyone keeping uh, track at home, our guest pick rankings, Wes is currently in first place with five correct, and Eric came in second with four correct. So, uh, yeah, all the future people who come on for predictions, you'll be able to compete as well, see how many you can get right compared to the other people in the league. Okay, moving on. A special – so we have a special segment because, you know, there's somebody in our league who is so heartbroken and his feelings are just battered that he has been begging for an apology ever since our first episode. Um, So this next segment I call Hurt Feelings and Bad Juju. So for people who don't know, Paul uh, took umbrage with Brad and I's pick of his team being one of the worst drafted uh, most in particularly, he was mad that we said that Juju was a terrible third-round pick. Um, and because of this, he demands an apology from us. And uh, because I bet with him that Juju wouldn't, would score less than 15 points, I ended up losing that bet. So now I have to apologize for my opinion. And, you know, it's only a millennial who asks for an apology for someone's opinion uh, it's just ridiculous, but a bet's a bet. So, you know what, Paul? I'm going to apologize. Juju was a good third-round pick. Um, I still think your team and your draft was terrible overall, uh, but Juju wasn't bad, so I'll give you that. There's your apology. Now, please stop whining and move forward. Screw that, Lucian. He's a snowflake. He's a little <laughs> snowflake, and he's a yeah. crybaby, and all he wants is to cry to his mommy. 
Paul, your draft sucks. <laughs> yeah, um, he's going to melt this season, that little snowflake. But uh, I hope you liked your apology. It's not going to happen again unless we lose a bet and uh, unless you ask for one. So uh, with that, we are going to talk about our sponsors. Brad, who are our sponsors this week? Uh, we are sponsored by Samsung TVs. If you want a wonderful, huge flat-screen TV to watch some fantasy football on, I highly recommend you go to your nearest Costco and get a Samsung TV. Put in promo code, send it. Awesome. Always looking for a new TV. Uh, okay, so let's move on to injuries. There's a few injuries I want to talk about because they're pretty serious. My first one is Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL. He is done for the season. Uh, what do you think this does for that San Francisco 49ers team? Well, you know, they have five primetime games coming up. So I, I think it's C.J. – is it C.J. Beathard? Yeah, Beathard. They back up, so – we're going to get really intimate with C.J. Beathard here. He's, we're really going to get to know him because I think there's two Monday night games, there's a Thursday night game, and then a Sunday night game, and then for some reason another Sunday night game. I imagine one of those will end up getting flexed, but we're mm-hmm. going to see him at least four times in primetime television. Um, yeah. Fan, fantasy-wise, I think that downgrades the entire Niners offense. I think anybody who's a wide receiver one, you're now a wide receiver two. And, you know, I, I'm kind of neutral on what it does for their running backs, but, I mean, it can't be good overall. I'm I'm a little bit opposite of you on the running backs. I think that uh, Brady is going to be a huge asset to that team. Uh, he actually has a weird stat. He's thrown more to the running back than any QB in the last decade. Um, so he loves targeting his running backs. And... Matt Breda is the pass-catching running back on the team, so I expect him to really break out now that Beathard is in the game. Well, it's like I said, you know, I think there'll be some winners and losers with with the injury. I I think it downgrades the wide receivers, but Mm -hmm. I think you might be be a little higher on the running backs than I am, but, you know, that's that's why we play the games. Yeah, I mean, if Jared McKinnon was there, he'd be like a top-ten running back, I think. So I don't see why Breda can't do that, especially since he's the leading rusher in the league right now. But, uh... That's neither here nor there. Moving on to the next injury, Rex Burkhead. Um, rest in peace, Brad. I'm, oh. I'm sorry this happened. Neck oh. injury, put on IR. This should not be easy for you. What What are you going oh. to explain to us? Sexy Rexy, my... Sexy Rexy, my sweet prince. You know, maybe... Maybe happy in the halls of Valhalla. Um, I think I, I'm a little broken up over this, and I, I'll have more comments later. He was your guy. I mean, you traded away some running backs because you had faith in him. I'm just just shows you. All my <laughs> troubles seem so far away. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll pour one out for you. Love you, sexy Rexy. Uh, yeah. Get, yeah get, get well soon. <laughs> um, next, we have AJ Green. Uh, he had a groin injury. Now, he's going to play supposedly this week, but, I mean, those soft tissue injuries – they can be lingering throughout the entire season. Do you think this puts a damper on his uh, fantasy points moving forward? I think they'd be smart to hold him out. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a bit of a warrior, so he will play. Um, his move is usually to get hurt during a game, then get you know miss, you know miss, miss a quarter or two, then all of a sudden he's back on the field scoring touchdowns again. Uh, but it could slow him down. I think we saw Tyler Boyd go pretty nuts last week. Um, 
Yeah. You know, I, I saw up close and personal. Uh, but I, I, so, you know, it could be a bit more of spreading the ball. That, that could help the uh, tight end Eifert. But we'll see. I, I think AJ is a tough guy, and I think he'll be out there. Yeah, I've noticed that the teams are spreading the ball around a lot more this year. A lot of wide receiver twos are getting a lot of action out there. Well, it's like that Calvin Ridley thing. Um, oh, yeah. It's crazy. Um, that, that, by thing? the way, yeah. that Calvin Ridley, i got to give a shout-out to Wes. Picking him up, off, not even waivers. Just we'll, we're going to talk about that later. We'll get to okay, that later. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but, yes, I agree. Um, okay, a crazy fact. Calvin Ridley has scored more touchdowns in the last two games than Julio Jones has scored in the last 24 games. Bye-bye, Julio. Don't miss just think, Just think about that. <laughs> so, I mean, Aldo just got himself a, uh, a touchdown machine. Not. No. For, not. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, okay, last one of the injuries. Um, this is a pure uh, PD move. He dropped Evan Ingram. Or, I'm sorry, that's the next section. But Evan Ingram, MCL sprain, out for four weeks. Um, it's not really that important. I just thought it was funny because uh, Petey got him in a trade and then immediately dropped him. So, hey, Petey's a decisive guy. He he knows mm-hmm. what he likes and he knows what he doesn't. So, uh, Petey, you know he'll be back in a couple weeks, but uh, cut his ass. We don't. You don't need him. You don't need him. Nah, you don't need him. Okay, uh, moving on to waiver wire picks up pickups and drops. First one here we have Robbie picked up Christian Kirk and he dropped Pierre Garcon. I'm a little surprised you dropped Garcon. What do you think? Are you is it, are you still down on San Francisco wide receivers, or do you think he has a chance to actually up his targets now that Bethard is in there? Man, you never know with the backup because they will practice with different uh, wide receiver units and the starters. But yeah, I I've seen C.J. Bethard play football, I think, and it can't be good. It can't be good. Yeah. Maybe this was a good take because Christian Kirk has been looking pretty good for the Cardinals, and he has a rapport with Josh Rosen already, so that might have been a good pickup. Yeah. Um, next one, Thomas. Uh, the rich keep getting richer. He picked up Russell Wilson, um, who was another drop by Aldo. What do you think? He has he has uh, Drew Brees and Russell Wilson now. That's, he's pretty. He's got the best QVs, right? That's, that's insane that he that someone first of all would drop Russell Wilson. I mean, Doug Baldwin's supposed to play this weekend. So, I mean, that's who's his favorite target, obviously. you got Lockett. Yeah, the offensive line is terrible, but their defense isn't very good either, which usually leads to more fantasy points from their quarterback. So I'm stunned someone would drop Russell Wilson. Great get yeah. by Thomas, though. Um, yeah. I mean, that guy, that guy has to be rostered. He, uh, he should try moving uh, Drew Brees, and I know some people who might trade for him. So uh, just think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and also, Russell Wilson's really good at getting out of um, – the pocket and running around. So even if he does have a bad line, he can still score you some points. Um, but he, he's got to be rostered. He's yeah. got to be. Uh, and that leads us into our next one. Aldo, he picked up Matt Ryan and dropped Russell Wilson, which it sounds crazy, but in hindsight, Matt Ryan threw five touchdowns last week and he scored over 50 points. So in hindsight, it looks good, but still dropping Russell Wilson, uh, just crazy to me. I think Matt Ryan's a pretty week-to-week guy, but you know, he can help you a ton in some weeks. Other weeks, he's going to have go out there and stink up the joint, especially uh, as their running back. Um, not 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 the guy who's in there now. The uh, the other guy comes back. Wish you can help me out with his name. Freeman? Um, Javante Freeman. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, as soon as he gets back, you know, I, 
I think that does hurt Matt Ryan's value a little bit. But Matt Ryan, if you find a good defense to put him against, you can start him. But he's no Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, okay, moving forward. West picking up – he just picked up Greg Olson. News just came out that Greg Olson is a, is a, a – what's the freaking term? Um, he's ahead of schedule with his recovery. And uh, Wes heard that and pounced on him. And I think that has sneaky trade value. So he's doing, I think, what he did with Calvin Ridley. He's just going to flip him soon. Yeah, I think Greg Olson will. He's obviously a big name. Everybody knows him. I think uh, he he's obviously a talented receiver. It sounds like – I thought it was an ankle issue that he had. It sounds like they got in there, cleaned it up pretty well. I, I do see Greg Olson getting traded or Wes will trade his other tight end. Uh, whatever's hotter, whatever gets him more value. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, P dropped Ingram, who he just traded for, um, but PD is decisive. That's what he does. Uh, okay, so moving on to me. I picked up Dalton and Mayfield, and I dropped Andrew Luck. And I'm I'm curious about your opinion. Did I give up on Andrew Luck too soon? The scariest thing I saw with Andrew Luck was when they went when it came to the end of the game this weekend to yes. throw the hail yep. mary. They exactly. put in Jacoby Brissett. Which exactly? What the hell is that? I mean, does that mean the guys can't throw more than twenty yard pass? You know. That being said, I am still high on Mr. T. Y. Hilton, obviously. Uh, yeah. But but I think luck. It might be a confidence thing. It might be you know he has a little tightness, but but I think luck is going to be fine. Um, but picking up Dalton Mayfield, I think that's the perfect. I keep saying the yin and yang term, but you could probably. Uh, Kind of ham and egg your way with those two, week to week. So I'm hoping for. I'm I'm all aboard the Mayfield media. Um, I'm ready for him to break out, and I'm waiting for it when he does. Hey, that was an exciting one uh, last Thursday night. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. Another thing about Andrew Luck, his average depth of target is the lowest in the league, like by a large margin. So he show he throws he's throwing really short passes. He's not going downfield at all. So I think there's definitely something wrong with his arm. But I think he, the velocity's been there, but maybe yeah. not the velocity he needs on the longer throws. So you know, we'll, we'll see if it's just a confidence thing. I mean, he has been out of football for basically two years. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, West. Okay, this is the crazy one. West picked up Calvin Ridley. Guy goes off, scores three touchdowns, and he's already flipped him for a better player. I mean, this is what everyone dreams of doing, right? Oh, I mean, I think Ridley had two great weeks. Uh, he looks very, very involved in the offense, which concerns me about Julio. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seems like that might be not that you can use the word timeshare for receivers, but for lack of a better term, a timeshare. So, you know, I'm kind of a believer in Calvin Ridley. I think, I think he will perform this year maybe not at this level but i think he'll be he'll be involved in that offense yeah um it's definitely a possibility and he has the uh the talent and the ability to do so so it might be good for hogan actually um going into hogan he seems to be wanting to do a tight end uh by committee he picked up vance donald vance mcdonald after just trading for uh steelers tight end jesse james now he has two tight ends for the steelers um, I don't know what his plan is, if he's going to, like, psychically know which tight end to play each week. But, I mean, that's just a headache to me. Why would he do that? 
Well, let's be real here. Vance McDonald, yeah, okay, he had it finished with a great stat line. But the way he scored his touchdown, which was a 75-yard touchdown out of his total of, I think, 110 yards, was like a 15-yard, like, like go route. He catches the thing, then makes the all-time stiff arm, knocks the defender down, and prances in. Just prances in. So that's not going to happen every week. Let's be real. Hey, I love that it happened. I love seeing, you know, things like that. But – I, it's crazy to me to have that many tight ends for the Steelers. <laughs> he has some crazy – he's like a mad scientist. He's got some crazy plan cooking up. But but in his defense, keep making those trades because if you stand pat, guys, I mean, yeah. you're, you're just going to go down. So at least, hey, credit to him. He's trying something. Yeah, you know what? Injuries are going to happen. So just keep trading, keep trying to get a deal, keep trying to move forward. Uh, speaking of trading, let's get into our trades. Uh, I've got about four here that I want to talk about. The other ones I just thought weren't that interesting. Um, I want to start off with one that was made today between you and Aldo. You you gave away Julio Jones, uh, kind of a blue-chip player who hasn't been performing very well, for Dion Lewis and T.Y. Hilton. Um, i got to say I understand your your uh, your downness on Julio, if I can use that non-term. Um, but for Hilton Lewis, I'm just not sure if you got – the most you could have gotten for Julio? You know, I, I'm i pretty high on T.Y. I think uh, he's a very consistent player, gets so many targets. Mm-hmm. And I I'm, I got to say I needed to sell Julio because if you look at my other two running backs, they're not very good. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was about ready to start, you know, let's not get into that. They're great players. <laughs> trade, trade for them, everybody. Um, but, you know, I really think with – uh, Marcus Mariota, who's feeling healthier, feeling better. He loves Dion Lewis. He's the perfect mm-hmm. back for with to play with Dion. Excuse me, perfect quarterback to play with Dion Lewis. And I, I think Ty is going to be a consistent performer. So I'm going to score more points out of this because these guys can start for me. They're going to play. They're going to perform. Julio, I'm very down on. I see what's going on in that offense, and there's a lot involved. And I, I mean against one of the softest defenses in the league, which apparently is the Saints, he's not involved at all. So yeah. Julio, I think, might be over the hill. I think hmm. it might be a year too late to own him. Interesting. Uh, I mean, all we can do is wait and watch. But um... And I'm not biased at all. That's purely partisan <laughs> takes. <laughs> yeah. No, well, but that's, I mean... the inco- that's the kind of in-depth analysis you get here on the Sends It All podcast. <laughs> but aren't you worried at all about having Lewis and having Henry, I mean, you got to pick which one you're going to start each week, or are you going to do? Are you going to start them both? Like you could have done with Kamara. I mean, is that what you're hoping for? Like a Kamara and Ingram situation where you can start both of them each week? That is not a high-powered enough offense to start them both. I think that Dion Lewis is the guy that's going to get the majority of the touches. I think he's going to be the most involved. Uh, I think Derrick Henry's averaging like three yards a carry, which is not good. Um, but I, I'm, I must be a lot higher on Dion Lewis than you are. Uh, possibly. I don't know. Just this running back by committees, I just always want volume. But who knows? He might get more volume now that uh, Mario is back. So. Hey, I, um, I think overall I got a decent trade haul for Julio. When, yeah, when, I, need, when I need the bodies and if, with the situation of my running backs. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think he'll definitely score more points this week with the two players that you got. So good trade. Uh, moving on, um, a couple of trades for me. 
<clears throat> I got uh, David Johnson and I traded Rolls Royce, um, James Conner and Sony Michelle. A lot of people said I got hosed on this one. Um, what's your opinion before I try to defend myself? I think you sold a poo poo platter to roll to Mr. Rolls Royce to uh, to Chad. It's Rolls Royce is Chad, I believe, right? Yes, it is. Yes, Chad. Um, I think you sold him a poo poo platter of of. I don't know what, maybe like a, some day old shrimp. I think you did well <laughs> on this one. I think, I think you. No one watches the Cardinals more than you. I mean, you watch everything. You watch the training camps. You watch. I mean, you know about like their fifth string uh, yeah. kicker. You know that they have the, <laughs> to, to you know a little hyperbole there. But but I think you know what you're doing. So I'm kind of in your corner on this one, David Johnson. Even as bad as that offense has been, it's still putting up like 17 points plus a week. It can only go up. I mean, he's a talented uh, player. And that's exactly why I picked him, because it was, it's about talent. You know, we've seen James Conner step in for Bell, and he is not he's not Bell. He's not anywhere close to Bell. But he's definitely serviceable, and he's got the volume in, in uh, Pittsburgh. And Michelle, I just don't think he's that talented, even though he went in the first round. Um, so I definitely – I wanted talent in David Johnson. He did – he was not coming off an – well, he's coming off an injury, but not a leg injury. And uh, – He's the biggest weapon on the team, so I'm I'm rooting for Rosen. I'm rooting for Johnson, and we'll see. Um, uh, but but I got to congratulate you though. You're officially off the Steelers. Will Bell come <laughs> back or not? Uh, headache train. I, yes. I, I'm assuming you no longer get migraines, right? <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I was not worried about it for one second. Um, I felt like my running back depth was. I could weather it if I needed to, and I was just going to enjoy it while it lasted. You know. Yep. Um, but speaking of off the Steelers train, my other uh, trade was I traded Sanders away for Le'Veon Bell, who is not technically with the team right now. Um, now, the reason I did this, I'll just go into it. Um, you know, and there were some rumors in the bushes that the Steelers were open to trading Le'Veon Bell. And um, if they trade him and some team signs into a larger contract, he would definitely play this year. And he's another guy where the talent, you know, how, how his upside is just too high. So. I'm I'm thinking that he he gets traded and that he starts sooner rather than later. Lucian, I got to give you a little bad news. Um, since he got franchised, no team can sign him to a long-term deal right now. Okay, so they'd still be renting him. He, he it would still be a rental. That's that's how the uh, franchise tag works. So okay. he would still be a rental. I mean, maybe he'd be a little happier in a different situation. Sounds like he's done with the Steelers, but he'd still be a rental. So I mean, you tell me, what is he worth? Uh, Fifth round pick, sixth round pick. I, I don't think you're going to get much for a one year rental, half year rental. Yeah, uh, I don't know, but I mean, if he does get traded, um, I'm sure the team would talk to him and be like, "Hey, you know, you have to play your franchise tag, but we definitely want to sign you to a larger contract. Will you play for us this year? Because it's going to be a team that's in a playoff run, and they're going to need a player uh, like Le'Veon Bell to push him over the top. So. They're going to want him to play. So it might be later on in the season, but I think he comes back and he plays and it's not going to be for the Steelers. Could be a little wink-wink sort of situation. Yeah, and uh, he'll get, he's a big F you to the Steelers. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, last trade I want to talk about, Scotty will never um, win the title. Got Zach Ertz, traded Hogan, um, James, Carrion, and Calvin. I wrote James. I don't know what James was it. Is it Jesse James? Oh, yes. The tight end, Jesse James, 
the running back Carrion Johnson and Calvin Ridley. First of all, he's um, not a tight end. He's a porn star. Name is Je- name name is Jesse James. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, uh, a three for one. Those are hard to pull off. Who do you think won this trade? That's a heck of a three for one. Um, I think I think West needed to clear some depth depth off his roster. I got to give the trade to Hogan overall. Um, but I, I think I, I understand why West did that one. Wanted he, he needed to clear some roster spots. I mean, yeah. I mean, who did he pick up? He went and picked up Greg Olson. So it's all it's all about that. He he was in in a bind. He had value and needed to get rid of it. And Hogan, Hogan benefited, I think. So I I think I got to give that one to, as a win win. Yeah, I just think Hogan should have had some kind of tight end backup put in place before he made that because Jesse James, I guarantee, he's going to be dropped before the end of the year. Oh yeah, he's another one of those uh, fancy herpes players who mm-hmm. who we one of us has it. That means we all have it. Okay, well, that concludes trades. Um, we're going to get into our next segment here, and that's when we're going to bring on a special guest. Uh, while I contact our special guest, Brad, you want to give the sponsors? Sure, I'd be more than happy to. All right, take it away. All right, hey, guys. Uh, we are sponsored by www.pornhub.com. Wait, oh, I'm, crap, I'm not reading that right. Uh, wrong wrong website, wrong website. Uh, ESPN.com. Get your ESPN Plus subscriptions. Put in promo code BRAD. All right, guys. Um, we got a couple other sponsors we want to get to. We have Bud Light. I'm usually a Coors Light man, but I opened an ice cold Bud Light the other day. It was delicious. I toasted to it and then drank half of it and then realized how disgusting Bud Light is and went and got a Coors Light. Uh, might not be sponsored by Bud Light next week, guys, but at least we got Coors Light. Um, uh, Brad, you still there? I'm here. <laughs> uh, so we're having difficulties getting Hogan. He's not answering his phone right now. Oh, okay. Well, should we give him one more buzz or... Uh, yeah, I mean, I did tell him 9.45, and we're about 15 minutes early, so uh, he might be busy at the moment, but I'll keep trying, and uh, you well, know, hey, you just stall for time. Otherwise, we could call another special guest. We could see what that Thomas is up to. Thomas? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I just need his number, and then I can call him. Let me try Hogan uh, one more time. Oh, hold on. Hogan just texted us. Yep, he said, give me a sec. Mm. All right, well, is there any, uh, you want to riff on any league members, any teams so far this year? Anything you want to say about them? Uh, no, I'm just amazed. We're, we're in week three. So, I mean, we have only 10 more weeks of regular season fantasy, 13 more weeks overall, which is, it just flies by. It's, yeah, you blink, really you does. blink, and next thing you know, it's the Super Bowl and football's over and you're, you're back in the dark ages and you're just waiting and waiting for it to come back. So, Guys, everybody embrace these. Get out there. Watch the games together. Um, don't hide. Don't hide home alone. Uh, but if you do, then just invite people over, throw a party. Let's get out there. Let's watch these games. It's a special time. Yeah, definitely. It's time to come together, you know. We always compare the draft to Christmas, and Christmas is about getting together as a family. So. Plus, I, plus, I feel like a 15-year-old girl sending, like, little text messages to the group. Man, I want you guys here in person. So we can yell at each other to each other's faces like men, like adults. Yeah. Although I do like to group me because you can see who likes your comments. Where in real life, people don't say, I like your comment. I like your comment. They just laugh or don't answer. 
Oh, okay. But you're such a millennial. You're turning into millennial, Lucian. Um, no. Oh, yeah. well, well, I guess. Well, technically, I am a millennial. If you were born 85 or uh, 85 to like 2005 or something, you're a millennial. Well, not to get into this debate, but I think that there are two types of millennials, though, if we're all going to be categorized in that. You have okay. the millennials who remember life before cell phones, and you have the millennials that have grown up only having, like, smartphones. And I think there's there's a wide divide because I remember you had to go to the payphone. You had to – you didn't have a cell phone. You didn't, I mean, yeah. let alone a smartphone. I didn't mm-hmm. have a cell phone when I was 16. And I, I kind of sound like the, you know, get off my lawn guy, but – <laughs> but I'm, I'm jealous of these kids. I wanted to, if only I had had a, uh, you know, Instagram or or could have like, you know, face chatted or whatever they call it. These girls, it, it would have been a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Um, okay, uh, Hogan Myers says he's ready, so let's connect that call. Uh, Brad, if you just want to talk about a few players you're high on, or if you have more sponsors, you know, just take it away right now. All right, let's do it. So I'm pretty high on the Lakers this season, um, and I think I think that they are going to finish top three. I think the Lakers are going to kill it. I'm, I'm pretty pumped about LeBron. I would say uh, I love what they did going out getting Rondo and Co. Kind of the bad boys of the league. Hey Brad. Hey Brad. Hey Lucian. You want to finish up what we were saying? Then we'll start. Yeah, I was just talking about the Lakers. So my prediction is a four seed, and we're in the playoffs. We beat uh, we beat our we win our first round probably make the Western Conference Finals. Would okay. that be satisfactory for you, given that we brought in LeBron James? Oh, everyone! For, you just heard the voice of our special guest, Mr. Hogan Meyer. Hogan, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> to, to put it quickly, I think this this year there's low expectations. I think next if we don't win a title within the next three years. Then I'll be with you, Hogan. It was a disappointment. Okay. Well, I can kind of see that, I guess. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. Hogan, uh, first time on the podcast. We're happy to have you here. Happy to be uh, here. So I understand that you have some stuff you need to get off your chest. Uh, some mm. teams you want to rip. Mm. I want to give you some time. I want to give you some time to, you know, just let it all out. Say what you have to say. This is your time to talk to the league. The league uh, is okay. listening. Go. All right. So first off, and I know you guys have heard most of this before, let's talk about what is fantasy football. Is it a draft party? Is mm. that it? Does does the season end right after the draft? Do we do our draft grades thanks to NFL.com or whoever the magicians out there doing it, and then we just end it right there? I will have you all know, as I have said many times, I gave Nolan very specific <laughs> instructions. <laughs> during the draft of 2015. But not only that, remember, guys, a lot of other stuff happens throughout the season, okay? There's drops, there's pickups, there's trades, there's decisions on who to start. Let me put it bluntly. In the final, in week 16 of 2015, when I gloriously defeated Wes Miller, the nine players I started for that game, guess how many were drafted? Uh, Two. That's close. Three. Three. Only three of those players. That, that was my guess. What? <laughs> that was my guess. Yeah, that was my second guess. That was my second guess. Yes, Brad, Lucian, I, I know. I can tell your voices. <laughs> I know who guessed what. So, everyone who says that Nolan won that for me, just 
stop, okay? Because if that were the truth, we wouldn't still be playing right now. Okay, so that's just a stupid argument. Okay, uh, saying that, do you think if Nolan had drafted your team this year, you'd have a better record? Oh, okay. So that that is, um, well, uh, I did make some mistakes in the draft. There's no doubt about that. Ever since the, uh, and I'll try and make this quick, ever since the beginning of Send It, um, basically my philosophy all along has been, you know, you're going to have to get lucky the week that you have your quarterback on by, unless you happen to have picked up, um, like this year, Patrick Mahomes would be a great example, or even Ryan Fitzpatrick to a certain extent. But basically, you're going to have to get lucky on some weeks, and I say, why not just dominate all the other weeks and tank one week? Plan to have all your players on by at the same time. Obviously, that's strategy. Obviously, it's nearly impossible. And yeah. so at first when I was starting out, I was saying, like, Put your quarterback and kicker on the same bye week. Just make sure you draft a kicker with the same bye week. That's easy. You know, this is somebody taking the later rounds. But in recent years, I've gone so far out of my way. So, like, in this year, I took Ertz and Wentz a little earlier uh, than I should have probably. I don't think either would have been available the next round after I had taken them if I didn't take them as early as I did. But okay. um, I- I'm giving up some value when I take tight ends and quarterbacks a little earlier than I need to. And that's something I need to refocus on. So, uh certainly made some mistakes in the draft this year. That is a big bummer. But um, am I worried? Am I panicked? No. Because yeah. let's remember, the greatest team of all time started off at 0-4 and was still a contender in the championship. Well, not in the championship match, but if Wes hadn't phone-called those matchups into God, um, you know. <laughs> and, if that, and if that team hadn't been so unlucky getting pounded in the ass 500 points against in the first four weeks, and this was back in 2011, different scoring system. I, I'm sure I speak for all of you when I say I still feel bad to be on a bad team. I had to go through that. That was rough. Nah, screw him. <laughs> it, it, actually, it actually truly was bad at the end of the season. We got the uh, poor bastard award with the um, most points against that year. But I was right behind him, like 13 points behind him on the whole season. So, Well, I mean – the draft, I think it's easy to overthink things. So uh, I think maybe you just overthought it this year. Absolutely. Okay. And it, okay. my philosophy is overthinking it. But remember, it worked in 2015 okay. when I had Nolan draft that team. with those This, this, yes, this is why you're overthinking it. I, this is why you're overthinking it. I, I think you're thinking that, oh, I was probably had too many shots and I was drinking for two. I, I disagree. I think you need to go the other way. I think you were too Drink sober. More. I agree. You were, too, yeah. you were too sober after draft. Um, but then uh, my – my other thing that I made a mistake on at the draft well, it was a mistake. It was part of um, getting a little distracted, you know. Uh, I kept forgetting to, uh, as other players were making their picks, I kept forgetting to scratch them off my list. So when my turn came up, I was like, oh, I'll just take this guy. And these guys, no, they're not available anymore. I'm like, damn it. And then I'm scrambling. Oh, and then I'm, I'm classic of course, mistake. Then, of course, I'm the only one who's on the time constraint of a minute. No, and oh, Hogan, Hogan, <laughs> this is bowling, bro. We don't have bumpers. And you keep asking for bumpers. It's the second year in a row you've had a time penalty. So no, I think that's no, a new problem. No. That's this a new time, problem. I, I, that's I, not another problem. I, I yeah. sent a pick to the group in group me showing how much time was being wasted on Paul's pick, and he wasn't the only one. You know it. I know it. Um, but it's okay. It's neither here nor there. Um, point is, I absolutely had a great time at the draft. Um, yes. Even without the time constraints, the time constraints weren't my issue. Even if they hadn't been breathing down my neck, I still would have made bad picks in later rounds because I wasn't paying attention. The only thing is, uh, Wes, thanks again for hosting, but we love chips, we love guac, we love cheesy potatoes, but we also need 
some sustenance in there, you know. But hey, other than cheesy that, potatoes. Awesome. Those are by Robbie. Robbie, you're a saint. Love cheesy always, potatoes. Always, always. You love can't Robbie. link those. You can't link those to us. There, there's a rumor that they're going to be a sponsor of the podcast coming up soon. So uh, we we love cheesy potatoes. They're the best. Yes, they are as many the best. free cheesy potatoes as I can get. I'm not saying eliminate any of those. I'm saying we need all that, and we also need a little something else in there. So Hogan, um, Hogan why do you hate capitalism? Bradley, Bradley. <clears throat> This is capitalism, saying, I want to get some bang for my buck here. <laughs> you're, okay, you're, joining, you're joining on about Thai detergent and Jimmy okay. Weed Whacker. We, we all yeah. deserve something for that. Well, I mean, we're sponsored, so it's funding this podcast. Great. Uh, oh, oh, they're funding the podcast. Okay, yes. so the podcast. Hey, we joining... have about $15 in startup costs here, Hogan, so cut us, cut us some slack, okay? Cut us all right, guys. Slack. You guys, hey, you guys. Right, I'll make a charitable donation. This is, uh, do I get tax benefits for donating this? You know, the NFL's a charitable organization too, so do I do we get tax benefits for this? Uh we'll get back to you on that. But uh I have a question for you, Hogan. Yes. Do you think if Eric wins the championship this year that you deserve any piece of that trophy? Not really. Um it wasn't like I made any choices for him or even any suggestions really. I was just putting him on FaceTime and showing him what the board was and who was still available. That was it. I mean, but that's a, that's a big ass. Did you get compensated for that at all? Um, I'm sure he'll kiss my ass somewhere down the road. Uh, he certainly hasn't brought up the Nolan argument. He was the first one to bring it up, if my memory serves correctly. Oh. So that's a little something right there, I guess. That's uh, that's dirty right there. Right, right. But help, see, I have, you I have heard him say that since. So. Sounds like Damn, you guys have man. a very nice uh, dalliance going here. Um, <laughs> it's kind of uh, it's this is a love story. It's a fantasy love story. Yeah. Um, before we move on to just predictions, just the two of us. <laughs> before we move on to predictions, Hogan, I'm just wondering. You were talking about you wanted to rip on teams. You said you had something to say to Brad and I individually. Uh, oh, anything absolutely. else you want to say? Uh, sure. So, Lucian, first off, uh, I've got to commend you. Um, Lucian has an active uh, trade proposal offered to me, at least unless he's retracted it and the past couple hours. Lucian has made me some very, very good trade offers recently. But before the draft, and I'm not trying to say that the offer he made me was terrible or the offer that I made to him that he turned down was amazing. He should have taken it. But these offers are so similar yet one so blatantly better than the other. I can't believe he would turn down my offer then offer me something completely worse. I offered him my third. I don't, I don't even remember this, so. Oh, well, I do, so. I offered Lucian my third, fourth, and fifth round draft picks for his first round draft pick. Nothing else. He turned it down. That's fine. Then later, after turning down three, four, and five for one, he offers me his third and fourth round draft picks for my first and sixth. So he took back a little of what I was giving and demanded a little more return. Now, yes, I did have a much later pick than him, but still, it's like, if you're going to turn down three, four, and five for one, why would you expect someone to take three and four for one and six? Lucian says his website told him that his offer to me was fair. <laughs> Lucian, now I have to ask you, what yes. does your website say about my offer to you? Um, I think it also said it was fair. Uh, I thought you were going to say you didn't even run it, but, you know, whatever. No, no, no. I, I definitely <laughs> ran it. I think I'm remembering this right. I just wanted as most picks in top, inside the top five, and I oh, that's why I didn't do that. No, I get it. And I, I honestly don't think my offer to you was incredibly fair. Otherwise, I wouldn't have made it. You know, it's drastic. So, <laughs> obviously, obviously, someone's getting screwed there. Yeah. Oh, well, 
Well, you never know. With injuries yeah, yeah, true, true. There is, you know, some mid-round, late-round stuff that sometimes guys want to... Hogan, you know, Hogan, this is a sex-positive podcast. As long as someone's getting screwed, we're happy. Speaking of which, uh, Brad, can we hear the exciting conclusion to what happened last Saturday with your um uh, Oh, yeah. Your suit? Oh. Your friends. Oh, and we're not thanks. ladies asking, so uh, you can tell us. Oh, you know, just... Uh, it, was like, it was like a fantasy dalliance. It was... Uh, <laughs> It was like it was trying to make that sweet trade, you know, and yeah. uh, and did uh, you make the trade? Oh, the trade might be pending. <laughs> <laughs> the, the trade, well, has, the trade has not gone through yet. <laughs> no, no, little Brad Junior. Yeah, unfortunately, the trade is uh, <laughs> it's still pending. <laughs> All yeah. right, and then so now I got I got a sense of smack Brad play. Brad is uh, a fellow champ. You've said some questionable things about me earlier, which I can. Let's just put it this way. I can't say too much details about it. That stays within the uh, the champion's realm. But um, <laughs> I do got to talk some major smack on you here. You're probably going down this week against Eric, even though I'd much rather see you beat Eric. Your team isn't terrible. Eric's is a little better. But you've also got Keenan Allen, who was exposed last week for the fat cocksucker that he truly is. So <laughs> I just think maybe for that reason also he's got a better quarterback. Slightly better, though. Um Hey, but, uh, Hogan, Hogan, you you are really lucky. I, we just don't say it anymore. I, Lucian, you know what I'm talking about. We just don't say it anymore from from last week's podcast. But you know what, Hogan, we just we don't say it anymore. So that, I'll leave it at that. What don't we say anymore? Yeah, I, I'm completely lost. I, <laughs> we, I have a bad memory because I'm not remembering yep, any of this. Yep, it's something I said several times to Eric, and uh, we we just don't say it anymore. Okay, well that which can't be said anymore. Okay. Yeah, I'm also at a loss, but we'll have a yeah. We'll we'll figure it out. Anyway, so we won't my, talk about it more later. That's my first prediction. Um, <laughs> is uh, for fuck us versus wait wait wait, wait wait hold on hold on hold on. Hey, we're not in predictions yet, buddy. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're not to get there. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! I still okay. want to talk about some other players too that I was going to get to, but that's fine. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Uh, uh, get, get to the other players. I want to hear Hogan. this. Oh Hogan. my Where the god! Pieces. Hogan, Hogan. Okay, well. Let me ask you think, who you think, think I'm going to talk about. Real quick, real quick. Yeah. Real quick. I kind of use the bathroom. So are you going to talk about every single player? Do I have like one minute, two minutes, like 15 minutes? Take the phone, take the phone with you, dude. Okay. All right. Well, come on. <laughs> I apologize for any background noise. It's all right. It's all right. We're all men here. All right. So who do you think the first player I'm going to talk about is? Wes. Oh, I thought, well, owner, I was a player, but yeah, we can get into Wes later. Um, uh, Eric. Okay, fine. Let, let's talk about Eric. Uh, the man does not put his money where his mouth is, all right? He fucking – okay, first off, what the fuck is up with the Patriots and Josh Gordon? I would not hire Josh Gordon to take out my garbage. The man gets lit before every NFL game he's ever played. He's got 16 career touchdowns. Des Bryant does that in a season. Yet they take Josh Gordon, who lies about his injury, which if you're going to lie to anyone, I guess you might as well lie to the Pats, so – a little bit of props to Josh Gordon there. But he lies about his injury. Meanwhile, Des Bryant is healthy and ready to play. What is everyone doing? <laughs> I don't get you, it. This is you saying that you need your guy that you have on your team to play. Partially, but also then for some reason, I don't know if Eric had a waiver wire bid at the time on Josh Gordon. I can't remember if this 
this little discussion we had in our group meet chat was wait, wait, more wait, wait, after Eric, 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 Wait, Eric doesn't have Josh Gordon. Wes has Josh Gordon. Right, but remember when I said I complained in group meet saying that why did the Pats take Gordon when Dez is still there? And Josh Gordon's like a year and a half younger than Dez or something. And so Eric called him. It, it was a really weird way he put it. Like it didn't make sense. He had some typo or autocorrect in there or something. I, I didn't get it. He was thinking he called him like a physical guy, the peak of his athletic prime or something and stuff. And he didn't even play last week. Wes isn't even starting him this week. And then I even offered Eric a bet. I said, okay, fine. Just I'll bet you 20 bucks straight up he averages less than 10 points per game through the end of the season. So if he's such a good player and he's in his physical prime, 10 points on average should be easy. Obviously he's not going to make 10 points every week, but – at the end of the season, you know, what was it, like 13 weeks left, I said at the time, so 130 points. I think I originally said 140 points and forgot that we don't play week 17 in fantasy. So 130 points, 13 weeks. If the player is as Eric described him, that should be a piece of cake. Hey, I got to butt in here for one of our sponsors. I want to say thank you to American Standard Toilets, the official toilet of the Send It All podcast. All right, uh, if you need a flush, they will flush. Put in promo code HOGAN. For the future <laughs> toilet bowl championship, seeing as uh, probably been pissing in those all our lives, I think that's a legitimate uh, sponsor right there. I'll give them that. <laughs> no charge for that one, Brad. Uh, so yeah, I think your um, your bet is uh, is a fair one, and uh, I'd be curious to see if Eric takes you up on this and puts no, you in his mouth. Is he already said he doesn't want to bet on him? Something about like New England players, other than Tom Brady. Um, which actually is a, a fair thing to say, um, because well, not really, because Tom Brady hasn't been that great this year either. That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, Eric's on blast now, so it's up to him if he wants to do this. And everyone in the yeah. league, feel free to pressure him into betting this. Yeah. Hey, and uh, that brings that brings up a good point. Tom Brady has not been that great. Hogan, what are your thoughts about the Patriots and specifically Michael Peters? <laughs> Well, Michael Peters is, when it comes to our smack talk of the fandom, he's a great guy to talk smack with because um, he might dodge the cheating issue a little bit, but he doesn't, uh, you know, try to dismiss the Tuck Little game. At least he's never tried to justify the Tuck Little game to me as as far as I can remember. So that's good because that's something I will never forget. And um, any good football fans should know that we got fucking robbed on that one. But... The Patriots right now, let's, the, the last time they started at 1-2, and two, uh, they won their division and had like this – either first or second. They got a bye going in the playoffs, so you can never count them out. Um, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are true geniuses and easy Hall of Famers, even with their cheating uh, – not allegations, truth, they, they cheated. But even with that, even when they don't cheat that we know of, they're still amazing football masterminds. And I wouldn't be surprised if they win out from here on out, you know. You can never count the Patriots wow. out. Well, I don't, know what, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what Michael Peters did to you, but you're officially brainwashed. The Patriots, <laughs> they're done. It's they're over. over. Dynasty's over. Brady sucks. Overrated. Montana's better. Well, <laughs> let's, look at, let's look at who they lost to. They lost well, to well, Jack he has, he has, we're, we're getting away. We're getting away from this. Um, let's focus okay. on the people in our league. We can talk okay, about this yeah, for yeah. the cows come home. Um, no one really cares about Patriots. I mean, they'll and, find that out on fantasy yep, football yep, podcast. That's true. That's true. Most, uh, most, of the smack talk, most of the smack talk I had saved was for um, 
going through predictions, I was going to throw it in at that point. But if there's okay, one, if there's one, well, yeah, guy, well, if there's no, no, one no. guy I could point out right now, I yeah. was going to not specifically point him out, but then he did something over the weekend that was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. okay. Um, and it's Paul and Brad. I think, you were, I think you were briefly Paul. kicked out of the group meet chat at this point. Oh, uh, uh-oh. When you kind of asked me to kick out. While you were we need the ham horn, Lucian. We need the ham guess, horn. Brad, guess what Paul <laughs> asked in the group meet chat while you were kicked out? Guess what Paul asked? You tell me. Of all the people in the league, he asked, what are the payoffs again? Oh, So first wow. off, he's getting cocky. He's winning two games in a row. Well, yeah, you think he's going to fucking win something. you got to realize, he's been the runner-up, and uh, that's that, he wants to know if third place gets paid. I mean, it's... it's Pretty pathetic. And then for all people, it's like, dude, it's fucking Litecoin bullshit. So I almost started another poll right then and there saying, <laughs> if Paul, and this is a big if, wins something in the league this year, should we or should we not just give him the Litecoin and donate his cash to charity? Can I, I'm going to put that poll up right now in the group me, and people can yeah. – uh, we'll, we'll – Take, we'll take the poll results at the end of the Paul podcast. Paul clearly doesn't care about cash, so let's not be greedy. If Paul wins something, let's take that cash he would have won, give it to charity, cancer research or something like that, and let Paul have those light coins he loves so dearly. I like this. We'll give them back to the to the people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, pride comes before the fall, and the karma's going to catch up with him, man. He keeps posting oh, like this. Man. I experienced it last year. It's going to happen. That's why I never pick myself anymore in predictions. It worked out pretty well last week. Well done again, <laughs> Lucian. That was uh, a bummer. It was close. I, it was close. Well, well, we both underperformed, um, oh, but yeah. yeah. But yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to week four preview and predictions. We're going to start right. with our game of the week. And Hogan, I'm sorry that you're involved, but this is the battle of the winless. Oh, uh, yeah, the battle the, of the what, – what, what did you call it? The battle of the what? Of the winless. Oh, okay, the win. So I was going to say Battle uh, of the Bastards, but we're not good enough for that title, obviously. Uh, I like that better. So. Battle of the Bastards is even better. So No, but that's, Owen, that's, that's an epic Game of Thrones episode. We can't put that on this matchup. Okay, okay. Back we, to we Battle, of the, Battle of the Winless. It's the 0-3 Wes's stepfather versus the 0-3 Dirty Birdie. Um, it's the fight to see who doesn't go to 0-4. Yeah. Or 0-3-1, which we've never had a tie in this league, but they are possible for the league settings and everything. But yeah. so let's. God damn, these fucking ads are killing me. All right, let's uh, break this down. Do you want another ad? Is that, is that what you want, Hogan? You want another ad? Do I want to know what? Oh, you want another ad? Uh, well, this uh, tip <laughs> for Hogan is brought to you by our good friends at weedwhacker.com. They were a recurring sponsor, our first recurring sponsor, and put a promo, promo code Hogan. For five dollars off. Back to you, Hogan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's look at. Uh, Are you worried? What's going through your mind right now? I'm a little worried, obviously. Um, but here's what's going through my mind. My team's pretty damn solid. The only guy I'm worried about now is tight end. After trading Zach Ertz to Wes, um, and we did that trade right before Jesse James kicked off against Tampa Bay on Monday. And there were two things I was worried about before making that trade. One, does Jesse James get injured? That would just suck donkey balls. That would that'd be a bad beat. Or two, yeah. Vance McDonald's coming back off a foot injury, and he's technically first on the waiver wire. But waiver wire right. can be misleading. Maybe he doesn't go off, but then Vance McDonald did go off. 
So then I blew my load on Vance McDonald, uh, as you guys might have seen this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I've got a dilemma to make. Which wait, 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 wait. How much did you spend on Vance McDonald? Uh, 44. I, I, I could afford it, you know. on Vance. Uh, he, he, did, he, had a pretty, he had 112 yards and a touchdown two nights ago. So, he's so are you going to keep Jesse James and Vance McDonald on your, on your team? Well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do at this point. So I, I, I got a big decision to make. But anyway, let, let's not get dwelling on it. Point is, okay, okay. tight end's a problem. Uh, Carson Wentz is back, but he's not, like, back yet. He might come back this week. He certainly didn't come back last week. Uh, the rest of my team is looking pretty good. I might need to drop Jake Elliott. Uh, but other than that, we're solid. Now, looking at Dirty Birdie, Matt Ryan is good but inconsistent. His running backs are people we've never heard of. His wide receivers are good, but except for Cooper Cup, who's kind of a just low-life piece of shit. And you can even tell by the fact that he's got Cooper Cup, but he's benching Jared Goff. So that should tell you something right there, that he knows the Rams are not what they're made out to be. They might not even make the playoffs at this point. I mean, they're, they're just so bad <laughs> internally. So, and this is evidence right there, okay? He's starting Cooper Cup but benching Jared Goff. That, that tells you something, okay? So I would have it is to interesting. say I'm going to slightly edge out. He's favored to beat me by 17.5 points, but I think I'm going to slightly edge him out. That's my prediction. Wes's stepfather over Dirty Birdie for the Battle of the Winless. That's the prediction right there. Start writing this down. I'm about to go 7-7. Seven and seven. <laughs> All right. Well, that, it's good to hear from the sorry, guy sorry, who's sorry, actually sorry, competing sorry. in it. Seven of seven, or seven okay. no, whatever you want to call it. All right. Uh, well, Brad, you know what they say about seven. Um, what do they say? They say, I got Aldo in this game. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I also have Aldo in this game as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's you never know because Julio Jones hasn't been performing, but uh, he does have Sanders, which has improved his uh, – his running backs. And is it hot? You know, it, it comes down to who's made the most moves. And I think that Aldo's been making moves left and right, trying to improve his team. And uh, we'll see if it pays off or not. But uh, he's definitely a, def- a different team than he had last week. So it's unpredictable, and that's why I'm picking him. Mm. Okay. Um, moving on to the next matchup, we have... The Rosen one, two and one, versus Rolls Royces one and two. Now this is interesting. Um, I actually traded with Chad this week before the matchup, and I was wondering, is that a good thing or a bad thing to trade with the team you're playing that week? Well, it depends on the trade. Yeah. Uh, well, I gave him Michelle and Connor, and he gave me David Johnson. Yeah, we're aware of the trade. Thank you. We've all seen it. Uh, let, let me give you my breakdown right now. <laughs> Looking at your lineup, you've got a couple guys on limited and did not practice. Um, he's also got Randall Cobb, and let me tell you, Aaron Rodgers is going to tear through Buffalo's defense this week like the hot guy at a fucking slutty sorority party, okay? He's just going to fucking have his way with them, and Randall Cobb is going to be getting a piece of that. But when I look at your team and his team, He's got Connor. Now there's news about Le'Veon Bell possibly coming back, possibly getting traded. You've got DJ. He's actually not been too bad. Antonio Brown is always solid. Gronk, he's been limited. It says limited practice. He's been limited practice or questionable his entire career. All right? Yeah. yeah. He, he goes to the Super Bowl as questionable, and the Pro Bowl is questionable. <laughs> so really when it comes down to it, it's going to be a close one between you guys, but i got to say Legion is going to edge this one out. Okay. Awesome. Um Sounds good to me. I like all the points you made. 
Um, I don't know about Randall Cobb. He, uh, I think Geronimo Allison is the two there now. But, I mean, with Tyreek Hill, um, I still think James Conner is going to put up respectable numbers. Um, George Kittle, I mean, Stafford, his team's looking good. And so I think I'm going to pick uh, Chad this week um, just for the good karma points that I'm going to get from it. Like he did last week. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Well, I got Lucian in this one. Uh, to, to talk about Cobb real quick. I think he's worth owning. I would not drop that guy just because it's a high-volume offense in the right matchup. He'll play well, you know, when he can be the slot guy. Uh, but Lucian, you're going to come down with this one. Rolls-Royces, unfortunately, he's going to join the one-and-three club. Now, you guys keep saying Aaron Rodgers is going to tear apart this Buffalo team, but what did Buffalo just do to another team in the NFC North? Okay, well, I think we, we, we enjoyed them. Hold on. Just so you know, Hogan, we talked about this quite a bit earlier, so we won't get more into the details. But, Lucian, that's a fair point. However, I think the Packers will now be on notice. They'll know, hey, we can't take Buffalo lightly, much like the Vikings did. Exactly. Minnesota did what so many teams in so many sports at so many levels have done. They were too, fav- too highly favored, too overconfident, and they just went out and played like shit. They didn't even look like an NFL team. They they just uh, they probably got trapped in the night it's a trap before. Game. Exactly, oh, they, trap game. Yeah, they they quit the second half. They they were just trying not to get injuries, and they succeeded in that. So, you know, yeah, it, was, I, it, I was think, an, it was an interconference I, game, so, so they had the so, minimal so let, amount let to me, play for. Let me let me put it this way, Hogan. They're they're one one and one on the record board, you know, on the scorebooks right now. But truly, they're one 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 and one because they got no injuries last week. So. That's your silver lighting, folks. Uh, well, right. Silver lighting, well, I know, is Dalvin Cook coming back this week. It's tomorrow night. So I don't want to go all that well, way. They still do have an injury on the books. They didn't get a new one, but, I mean, it's uh, – we'll tomorrow's see. game matters. Buffalo we'll doesn't see. matter. We'll NFC, yeah. AFC really doesn't matter. Excited um, for it. But, uh, well, all right, guys. Are we, gonna move up, are we on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Banker Cap 1-2 and two versus Fuck You West 2-1. and one. Um is this going to be the week where Brad doesn't have a player get injured? No. No, I'm cursed. I'm cursed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but that being said, I can survive any injuries. Eric, I'm coming for you. You're lucky I don't say it anymore. You're lucky I don't say it anymore. But, Eric, I'm coming for you. I'm taking you down. I think I win the matchup 130 to 129.99. That's how close it's going to be. Put your money on me. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Well, here's the one thing. This could be the week Patrick Mahomes gets stuffed. He's going to be on the road at Mile High Stadium, one of the hardest it's, places it's, it's, touch, touch to down play. It's, it's, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. Yeah, so he could That's get stuffed after week one, though. No, 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 but, but, they, but he wasn't He slowed going... down, though. He went from uh, four <laughs> to three. To That's, down yeah, to that's... three. That's like going from 80 to 75. He's still going fast. <laughs> now, the thing is, though, this week he's on the road at Mile High Stadium, and that's one of yeah. the hardest places in the world to play in any sport. You know, it's not just football. But um, the rest of Eric's team is pretty solid, uh, except for J.H.I., who we all know is the giant prod. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, he's got Melvin Gordon, because Melvin Gordon is a running back on a team with a shitty quarterback. He's got Doug Baldwin, who's just awesome. Eric has fond memories of Doug Baldwin. Still kind of banged up. I think he's going to take time to get back to where he was. Oh, no, no. Doug Baldwin's good to go. Okay. Russell Wilson will find a way. He is the quarterback. Need I remind you that that the year Hogan won, and this is like four years ago. I mean, technically, it was was the year Nolan won. uh, (laughs) We we covered this already. (laughs) He had Russell Wilson and Doug Baldwin. 
when they were scoring like eight touchdowns a game, you know, together combined. Hogan, you got to move on. It's not 2014 anymore. I know, I know you love your players from back then, but but Nolan drafted <laughs> them. Move, move past it. And you know what? Baldwin is he's he's not he's upset with the team that he's not getting a, a contract, right? So I just I don't know. I have question marks about Baldwin. But that's that's just like the new Me Too movement, okay? Every actress is doing it. Every wide receiver is doing it. Every running back is doing it. They're just, you know, it's whatever. Um, I guess if that's uh, the comparison wait, we're making. Wait, wait, wait. Hogan, I don't think they're, like, sexually assaulting each other. I mean, well, they weren't in Hollywood football. either. They're just kind of saying it, you know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, All right, maybe, well, we, maybe we'll just leave that one behind. Yeah. Who do you pick, so right? I'm s- yeah, I say Eric takes this one. Um, yeah, I, I like this matchup, but really, even if Patrick Mahomes gets stuffed, I think he's going to put up at least 15 points, and the rest of Eric's team is looking too good. Um, you've got some good players on Brad's team, but again, Keenan Allen was exposed last week. The man loves fat cock in his mouth. He just made it clear. Oh, we don't said, say so. that anymore. We don't say that anymore. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about. What you just said, we don't say that anymore. We're done with that. Since when? So I actually, um, you guys, getting back to this, I actually changed my pick. I'm going to pick Brad this week. Hell yeah. Um, because do you guys feel like Eric talks like he's a 3-0 team all the time just because he's won two championships like a decade oh, ago? absolutely. He always does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's another thing, man. Pride before fall. Mm. I think, Brad, you're going to knock him off this week with your awesome trade. So, sorry, losers and haters. Sorry, these haters. I'm the best. <laughs> All right, moving on. It's uh, I doiled myself two and one uh, minor versus Juju Coin LLC two and one Mister Paul. Um, who's going to move on to three and one? It's going to be Paul. And uh, as much as I love to talk shit on Paul and everything, Juju Smith, you guys were totally wrong about him. He was high on my radar. If he hadn't been taking my Paul or someone else in that range. I would have taken him. You guys thought he took him too early. I said, no, he took him at the perfect spot, and he's been worth every penny. And oh, I've already had to apologize for that. So uh... No, never apologize. Okay, that's another problem with Paul, okay? He's not a financial advisor. I um, lost the bet. I lost the bet, and I had to. He's a fraud. Uh, he's a fraud. He's a millennial who wants an apology <laughs> yeah, no, for, no, no, like, for Serena opinion. Williams. Hogan apologized just whining about an apology. He's a little snowflake. He's, he's crying to his mommy. You know, maybe someday he'll become a man and not need an apology. I'm all for Little League Baseball not doing the high-five line at the end of the game. It's just, you know what? I'm done with it. No, I'm the, done the with high-five these snowflakes. That, I'm done with okay, the snowflakes. The high-five is saying, hey, good game. That, that, the high-five is the opposite of snowflakes. saying, hey, I won, you lost, or you won and I lost, but we can still be men about it and shake hands at the end of the game. No, he's uh, a anyway. snowflake. It is kind of Paul's no, Paul's no flake. Yeah, but Brad, you just run the complete. Anyway, uh, so Paul's team is pretty fucking <laughs> solid. I hate to say it. Todd Gurley. If I had the first pick of the draft, I would have taken Le'Veon Bell. I had no idea the holdout was going to go past week four of preseason. Um, I but, but Todd Gurley has been a great pick for him. So have so many of his other picks. Meanwhile, yeah. on the other side, you got Kirk Cousins, who's just not good at all. He's just a nobody. You got Saquon Barkley, who's a total pedophile. Uh, you've got Amari Cooper, and he's going to put up like 20 points this week, okay? But other than that, Paul's team is just so much better than that Sandusky State pedophile running back for Sean. Mm. I'm going to kill mm. him right now. Okay, so well, you have, um, you have Paul. You have Paul. I have Paul. And 
you know what? I have minor because I can't vote for Paul ever. Um, so that's my pick. Solution, I'm with you. Paul's a fraud. I got minor. <laughs> Although, do you think Paul is the new Petey? The, uh, the lucky always gets the most points when the other team gets the least amount of points in the season? Well, I think math's overrated. Stats are overrated. So I think Paul is a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh moving on. West Pete is dead, he's three and versus Thomas or uh versus PD Steele and myself, two and one. Um first of all, I just want to talk about how much of Scott's success is really because of the people who drafted for him when he left. I <laughs> I think he owes you a big high five. I think we talk uh, about it every I, every week we talk about it. I, I think uh West Pete is bad, aka my brother, deserves the uh Nolan Meyer reward for championship. So it's for a non-league member or, or for another league member who drafts the team for him. So uh, I think he's the favorite for that. Uh, that being said, I got Scott in this game. Scott's team is resilient. They're tough. I got him at a 145 to 130. Nice. Okay. Uh, Hogan, what about you? Yeah, I also take Scott's team. You've got he's, late guys drafting for him. His early drafts were big. Um, you got Alvin Kamara, who some might – some might have said uh, maybe they would take Kamara so around so early. You had some other people. Well, let's look at this side. You got QB versus QB. You got Tom Brady, who even when he's not cheating, is pretty solid. He's not going to put up 40 points every week this year, no, but he's still pretty good. Whereas Philip Rivers, 15 years down the road, is still trying to find a track and field and the shot put ring. Okay, he just doesn't belong out there. Marshawn Lynch is okay, but it's really Derek Carr and Amari Cooper who are going to go off this week. Probably Jared Cook, too. Zeke's going to be good. Thielen's not going to be good because he has no one throwing to him. On the other side, you just got a much better team with everything that Scott's got going from. So I take Scott. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Um, and I'm going to go with P because of the PD voodoo magic that he has to always score more points than his opponent, even though he has a worse team. No, I'm going to Who is this? Oh, it's okay. Um... I believe we have another special guest. We have Sarah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but Hogan, <laughs> it's fine. Hogan, we're on the match. No one cares about this matchup. Um, I mean, who cares? It's, I mean, it's Xander versus Thomas. Like, I mean, all right. Yeah, Xander versus Thomas. I, I, I give it to Xander, I guess. No, you don't. I'm giving it to Thomas. Yeah, come on. Xander's starting San Francisco's backup quarterback because Cam Newton's on by. Oh, Hogan. Oh. Sorry, what? You woke me up. <laughs> what happened? Okay, you got to Wow, this isn't even the med game of the week. Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, it might be a boring matchup, but they, they, yeah, there's no question here. I mean, I'll, I'll bet you 10 bucks on it right now. I'll take Thomas and take Xander. Huh? What? Oh, sorry, sorry, no, Brad, the usual amount. Oh, what? Uh, oh, what's that code for? Uh, okay, sure. Sorry, right, I think, is that something I just, woke, I just woke up. What are we talking about? I'm betting on Thomas. You're betting on Xander. Mm. Okay. Right. Well, even though that brings us to our actual meh game of the week, which is Scotty will never win the trophy one and two versus the Drew brothers zero and three. It's the two bottom of bottom of the pack teams, guys. What do we think? Pretty boring or what? Uh, yeah. Because again, Aaron Rodgers is going to tear through Buffalo. Uh, you keep well, forgetting he's hobbled. <laughs> have you seen him? He's okay. Yeah, he's like um, one hit away from being gone for the rest of the season. Okay, well, it's going to be a while until he takes that hit. He's got a good O-line protecting him. Okay. Meanwhile, Ryan Fitzpatrick, 
yeah, he put up a lot of fantasy points last week, but he threw three picks and a loss at home to a winless team. He's on the road now in Chicago, which as much as they suck, that's not an easy place to play. His confidence is shot. You've got Chris Hogan, and everyone just hates Hogan. You've got Sterling Shepard, but then Wes has OBJ. So, I mean, nothing here uh, bodes well for Robbie the matchup. The only thing he's got going for him is that Leonard Fournette is back. Um, But, uh, yeah, so i got to take Wes on this one. Uh, I'm going Wes as well. Um, I'm sorry – Sorry, Robbie, but you just you didn't it didn't break right for you this year. But uh, better luck next year. Man, it's yeah. never over. It's still only you know it. It's not over until week five. You can go zero and four and still be a contender. We proved. Guys, that. I got this one at the over steal of the week. I think this one is a one ninety to one eighty victory. Unfortunately, <laughs> I can't go with my man Robbie. I got to give this one to Wes. I think he wins a one ninety to one eighty victory. He improves to two and two, and the misery continues for the Drewby brothers. Okay. Uh, well, that's the last of the matchups, guys. Um, so I guess the show's over. Is there any parting words you want to share with uh, the league? It's not just about the draft. <laughs> <laughs> no, all I want to conclude is this. Hey, guys, like I said, it's week three. We only have 13 weeks left of this for uh, before we crown our new champion. So let's get together. Let's watch some games and do this thing. I'll Only 10 more weeks if you don't make I, the playoffs. I'm going to be in Portland this weekend. I hope Lucian will come meet up with me. We're going to watch some games. It's going to be a great yeah, time. Yeah, man. I'm down. Let's do it. Nice. All right, nice. Have fun in Portland, guys. All right, man. Thanks, Hogan, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Love you, Hogan. You too. Later. Late. Uh, and, Brad, that does it. Another episode finished for the Send It All podcast. Um, How did you feel it went? I think it went well. Excited to hear the reaction. Uh, Excited to hear the poll. Well, before we end, let me pull up the answer to our to our poll question that okay. I put out uh, in the middle of the podcast. Um, what do we got? I did not vote on that. Should I vote on that? Well, right now we got yes. Litecoin is stupid with two votes, and we have no. Paul is still an idiot with three votes. Guys, we got a couple more hours before the poll goes down, but just happy to update you guys. And I think yes. Litecoin is stupid is the right answer. Oh, I hear it's three and three now. Interesting, interesting. Well, it's a tie. (laughs) This is breaking news. Breaking news, everybody. Yeah. All right, Brad, that does it. I'm ready. I'm going to go to bed. Um, Thanks again, everyone. I hope it's a little bit longer today, but I hope that just means more to enjoy for you. I hate you all. hope you lose. Yeah. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 